Welcome to Better Business Building, where I'm your host, Adam Menderovich, where I talk to business leaders from all shapes of life about what's worked for them and how they can help you win. Well, Greg, thanks so much for coming on my show. Um, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Excellent. So same as always, what I like to do is, is cross directly to the other person. So tell me a little bit more about what you do. So we specialize in working with successful married businessmen to help them kind of evolve and elevate every area of their life. Um, so at a high level, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it obviously breaks down into each specific area of their life. So we're not one dimensional. We, we, look at, we look at our clients holistically and we have, um, we have the solutions and the expertise to help them in every single area of their life. How did you get into that, if, if you don't mind my asking? Yeah, good question. So I had no intention in getting into this work um, five, six years ago. After 20 years in corporate and hustling and grinding and, and doing, doing what I was programmed from a young man to do, and that was just to strive and be successful and, and be what we are considered um, to be kind of from a masculine man, mm-hmm. um, the provider, the protector, become successful and all that sort of stuff, and um, come back from a contract in Singapore started my own business because I was sick of um, the rug getting pulled out from building multi-million dollar corporations and not having any actual control or equity and so forth. Um, And everything just came crashing down and I ended up driving myself into a breakdown. I was using alcohol to kind of manage myself or avoid myself would be actually the honest answer. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just hit a brick wall. Um, I had a breakdown um, I kind of lost myself. Um, my family were, I was, I was ruining my family life. I was ruining my health. I thought that I was going to lose everything. I was just in a really, really dark place. And it was kind of the, it was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back for me because I'd been kind of on off with alcohol and personal development and the roller coaster of entrepreneur and all that sort of stuff. But this was different, right? This, this, this really, really hit me so hard that I had to put my hand up and surrender and and ask for help, but I wasn't aware of exactly what type of help that I needed. Um, but I started on a on a real journey of self healing and self discovery, and been doing that for that was that was over five years ago now, and through the work that I did on myself I kind of came out the other side and and had an epiphany that um, I wasn't the only one who felt that way Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of other driven successful married businessmen that are just pushing themselves so hard and sacrificing to create the life that they think they need to create or desire Um, and that it was I wasn't alone and and they need they need help, right? And a lot of these guys, they don't know how to ask for help. It's not in their DNA. It's not, it's not, it's not in their psyche to ask for help because everything that they've created is because they are competitive. They they just break through, right? They just go if it's it's kind of that conditioning. If it's meant to be, it's up to me and I'll take on any challenge and I've got resilience and all that sort of stuff. But that can only take us so far and then it can kind of start to deflate us and it can start then turning into our nemesis. And that's what happened with me. And I see it happening with millions of other men. 
So I pivoted a very successful digital media business and went into starting a coaching, healing, consulting business from ground up to help other men who are in their own level of stress or stuck or whatever. So that kind of will tie into probably another question you ask is around who do I, who do I focus on? Well, my niche, my niche is me. Yeah. So I firmly believe that our journey is our gift. So for me to try and transform a housewife just doesn't make sense because I've never been a housewife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm a driven alpha masculine, successful married businessman. And that's who I focus on. Yeah. Well, that was slightly another segue on that. If I may, Greg was like, it's all well and good to, to obviously amazing stuff with what you've obviously been through and then had the epiphany that you could help other people with that. But I guess the segue would be knowing that those people aren't going to ask for help. How did you acquire the skill set to find the people in their buying cycle to give them the help if they weren't willing to ask for it? Because that would have been a skill in itself. So all of my clients come to me through my raw content. Okay. Yeah. So I might do a little bit of advertising, a little bit of direct marketing and mm -hmm. reaching out. But 90% of our clients now, because I'm all in on LinkedIn, I yeah. chose one platform two years ago, went all in. Um, they reach out to me in the DM. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so yeah. the key is what I used to hide through fear of failure, being ridiculed, feeling, feeling all of the internal demons that I was trying to run away from, I now speak openly about mm -hmm. because I've dealt with that shit, right? So before I couldn't be vulnerable and I wore all these masks as men do, so the outside world looking in looked like I had everything sorted, yeah. but on the inside, that wasn't the truth. And behind closed doors in my home was definitely not the truth. And my mm -hmm. wife can contest to that. Um, but now that's all removed and I'm kind of living in alignment with my truth and not trying to become what society has conditioned so many people to become. Yep. Um, I have no fear in being vulnerable because I actually now understand that it's my ultimate strength is to speak my truth and to share the journey that I've been on instead of feeling fearful about admitting my weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And it just draws other guys in, right? So if I talk yeah. about how I used to have a drinking problem or if I talk about how I used to be a lousy husband and, and, and I was just always angry with my kids and all that sort of stuff, when it resonates truly with mm -hmm. somebody and they're ready to have a conversation, they reach out. Yeah. and most people when they reach out to me the first thing I say is how did you hear about me and they go I've been following you for six to 12 months yeah and I just haven't been ready to reach out but now now I am so yeah amazing stuff yeah well you definitely yeah that that's amazing stuff there I guess I'll dig into that a little bit more and say because as big as all of that is what do you think the biggest thing on that you've learned on that journey is that my mind is full of shit. <laughs> I'll, I'll put that into some context, right? So six, six years ago, if somebody spoke to me about spirituality or higher self or your soul or um, energy and all that sort of stuff, because I couldn't logically make sense that that was actually real, I would just automatically say it's all a crock of shit. It's woo-woo. 
that's for tree hugging hippies. And I would just believe my egoic mind mm -hmm. that is just running on fear-based lack programs around everything that I need to and should be doing and pushing myself so hard. And if anybody else, especially another male, didn't operate like me, I'd ridicule him. Yeah. I'd just be like, he's lazy, he's this, he's that. Yeah. Yeah. So when I went through my healing and self-discovery, I actually found out who I truly was without all the programs, without all the conditionings, without all the suppressed emotions, without all the baggage, and just started to actually wake up. Yeah. It's kind of you got to go through an awakening process. So many people are actually going through awakening process at the moment because there's so much that's shifting spiritual evolution, energetic shifts and stuff, but because they're unaware of it, they feel uncomfortable and they fight it. So in this constant conflict with themselves around evolving and staying stuck in the egoic trap. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of, that's how I'd answer that question. It's the yeah. difference between the heart, the heart and the head. Everybody talks about the heart and head and all that sort of stuff, but it's really about, the trap between the conflict of the conscious and the unconscious mind and being disconnected from our true self. Yeah. That, that I had no idea. I just believed everything that this told me. And most of it was bullshit because it was just running on fear-based programs. Yeah. Ooh, all right. Well, given that, do you have any tips for the listeners to maybe narrow down on how they can live with their true self connected to their higher self so they can lead some of those soul activities? To be honest, there is no tip or trick that I can't tell somebody that they can't get on a podcast out mm -hmm. of a book or find on the internet. If somebody's serious about finding their true self, <clears throat> they have to go on a healing journey. Mm -hmm. They have to heal their mind. They have to heal the inner child programming <clears throat> around what it is that they picked up and created their unconscious mind's neural pathway programming around who they are, how they feel, what they believe in themselves, who they should be, all that sort of stuff. So there's parental programming, there's environmental programming, there's generational programming. And there's all the other influences from society, from the education system, the whole kit and caboodle, right? Yep. So people need to unpack their whole life to find out where their identity was created and re-identify with their own self. Mm. Now, that's just one aspect. That's the mind, right? Now, because we because we run so many programs and conditions from an early age, that most of it is negative fear-based lack and so forth, then our minds, our minds from a young age, and it's even younger now because the amount of influence and noise, as we grow and the compounding effect of us pushing and trying to figure out who we are and fit in and get love and connection and all that sort of stuff, we are living in a constant state of stress. Like our minds, everybody's minds are working at a capacity more than what they're designed to. And I'm not saying what our minds are capable of. Mm -hmm. I'm just talking about the overthinking, the overanalyzing, the worrying, the just constant chatter. That stress, your mind connects with your autonomic nervous system. It starts to break your body down. It starts to 
run energy at a low energetic frequency yeah. that creates blocks and restrictions in your glands and your organs and your nervous system and your digestive system. So then our health starts to suffer. Our energy lowers, um, we get fatigue, we're running on cortisol so we can yeah. kind of burn out our adrenals and all that sort of stuff. So you can't just work at the level of mind. You can do the inner child past programming, re-identify, but if you don't then go and heal your physiology and your physical body, they're interconnected. It'll only be a matter of time before the imbalanced body will throw the mind back out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you'll be back into anxiety. You'll be back into worry and fear and panic and blah, 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 blah. So we need to work on the mind. We need to work on the body. And once we get those in alignment, we'll be able to kind of sit with ourselves correctly in our heart space, which is the gateway to our intuitive spiritual elements. And when we can then channel and tap into that intuition and really start being guided by our truth and our intuitive voice, not our egoic fear-based stressed programming, that's the change. That's the catalyst. That's the multi-dimensional transformation and healing that people have to go on if they truly want to transform themselves. It's not, it's not about the information in the next book and the podcast. To be honest, so many people, that's making them worse because they're learning and reinforcing all of this stuff that they're not putting into action. So then it just reinforces, I'm not good enough on this, on that, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So it's really complex, which is why we can't figure it out ourselves. We can meditate. We can, we can do all those nice things to ourselves, but that's, that'll only get you so far. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess, one, with everything you've just said there and as powerful that is, with everything going on in the world right now, from what you've just said, you're going to be in incredibly high demand from what you've just said. And two, the people that maybe established they've got a problem, this is what I see, you can tell me if I'm wrong, um, they probably try to do some of those things themselves, but end up psychically fatigued because they're looking at too many things without actually getting started on one. So then it's they're so adrenally low that they can't actually process the information. It's almost like they're watching things with no lights on. Well, we're exposed to a billion bits of information per day, right? Like millions of bits of information per second. So if we're trying, if we're trying out of our own willpower or our own knowledge to create shift and transformation and we and we mentally are not even aware of the unknown that we need to become aware of we're already limited yeah 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 because there's too much there's just too much going on if you've if you've got one of these things <laughs> you're screwed because as, as much as you try your hardest to do the best that you can do you are literally getting programmed every second of every day because these companies and society and everything, they spend billions of dollars to understand your psyche and the limitations of your psyche that they just keep on reinforcing the programming. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like running on the treadmill, eating cakes yeah. all day long. It's just like, you're only going to get so far. I'm getting fit and fat and fit and fat and fit and fat and fit and fat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, oh. we don't know. We don't know our own true capabilities because most of it is not in the physical. But yet, what we try and do to create change is all about the physical. Yeah. And then a little bit of spiritual through meditation. Meditation is not enough. Mm. Seriously, it's not. Yeah. 
it is it is amazing it is key and it supports the change but there is so much that we are unaware of which is just absolutely blowing my mind from six years ago to saying all that stuff is woo woo crap to now preaching it because there couldn't be anything more truthful than who we are at a metaphysical spiritual and energetic level it's game changing yeah absolutely game changing it's yeah, well, working from that level, you're taking out all those contracts, constructs that are there that also possibly have those implants that are frequency controlled to um, make sure those people don't succeed. So there's so oh, many yeah. levels. Yeah. Oh, there's, there, there is so much going on in the world to restrict us from our ultimate potential but we're playing in that game thinking we're achieving our ultimate potential because the prize is always external to ourselves. When you turn around and start going internal, understanding that you have everything that you need already, then you have to switch between here, right? But it's a tough, tough mm -hmm. thing because we use our mind every day. Yeah. And then people are just like, oh, yeah, no, I hear my intuition. I'm like, do you? Do you really? <laughs> Or is your mind playing games on you? Because <laughs> you need to feel your intuition. Yeah. But yeah, everybody's, yeah but stuck in, everybody's stuck in their mind, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or they're, or they're just so controlled by all of the external factors that we know to be true right now that may not be. Yeah. And I, and I don't bag the system or the matrix or the world that we live in because there is unbelievable opportunities to have an incredible life there has never been a better time to live in this world the opportunities the global reach anybody to get into business is unprecedented yeah. but people haven't evolved to actually take advantage of it and then they see these one percenters go from here to here to here to here to here and they go how do you do that must be luck it's got to mm. be luck mm. and it's just yeah. like nah it's not no. luck, mate. No. They are, yeah. they are in, they, they've done the work and they are, they're in flow, right? They are energetically vibrating and attracting everything that they ever desire. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Well, this is the exact reason that I wanted to have the conversation with you today. So if people love exactly what you've said with everything going on in the world right now, I can see you're going to be incredibly high demand. If you'd like people to contact you, where would be the best place? Uh, LinkedIn. So Greg Gillies on LinkedIn. That's that's my social channel. That's where I post most of my content and you'll be able to find my other websites and stuff off the back of that. But I like I like people to watch my content. And if it resonates, they'll continue watching. If they think that it's irrelevant, then they won't. Same thing, right? Like I'm not I'm not here to I'm not here to serve everybody. That's why the work that Tracy and I do can help any human being on this planet. Mm. But I'm also got a marketing and business background that I know that I need to work with a select few people that if I change their lives, they have influence because they're businessmen, they're husbands, they're fathers, that they will create the ripple effect and create a massive impact with a hundred other people that I'll never, I'll never meet but I will have an indirect impact on other people. That's, yeah, that's kind of the. Wow, super powerful, Greg. I really appreciate your time. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. 
If you, like me, have received great value from my guest, please like, share and follow. See you next time.